I don't know if everybody saw, but a few minutes ago before the God vibration, I lit the, our Christ candle. And I light that every time I speak because lighting that candle is symbolic of the oneness that we all are, the light that is within each and every one of us. So we don't forget to keep that light shining and to remember that there are things that we have to do to keep that light shining. And also that it represents our Christ consciousness that's within each and every one of us, which is the highest consciousness that we can access. And I'm talking about the 12 powers every month. And as we cultivate these powers, we are also activating the Christ consciousness within us. Eric Butterworth said, things may happen around you, things may happen to you, but the only things that matter are the things that happen in you. The eternal unfolding, the internal unfolding of divine ideas never ceases. We attune our awareness to the Christ, the image of God that lives within the center of our being. In Christ awareness, our mind is one with divine mind. Every expression of mind, heart, and hands is under divine direction. Abiding in Christ consciousness, I become the light of the world. Abiding in Christ consciousness, we all become the light of the world. This is the power of order. As we seek the kingdom first, in all that we do, we become the light of the world. We have to go in where God is within each of us, into that light, and ask. Last month, we talked about the power of will, and we had to go in and ask, what is ours to do? And make a decision about that. And this month, we're talking about the power of order. We go in and ask, okay, what is mine to do next? What do I have to do next? Charles Fillmore, co-founder of Unity, realized that when Jesus attained a certain soul development, he called to himself the 12 disciples. Charles also helped us to realize that this metaphysical interpretation of him calling these 12 disciples, what that looks like in our lives. As we develop our personal consciousness into spiritual consciousness, we begin to deliberately train, deepen our understanding, and use these powers more effectively. We access our Christ consciousness as we use these powers intentionally and consciously. The power of order is the ability to organize, sequence, balance, and adjust. It works with the power of love to create harmony in our lives. The color is olive green. The location is the navel because our physical development from being a fetus had order to it all the way through adulthood. It unfolds sequentially in a certain order according to divine pattern. The apostle associated with the power of order is James, son of Alphaeus. He's actually the first cousin of Jesus. The feminine aspect is Mary, wife of Alphaeus. She prioritized her spiritual life. She had a comfortable home, but left to follow Jesus. She was there when Mary Magdalene was there and they opened the tomb and it was empty and they together went to tell the other disciples of Jesus' resurrection. She was committed to seeking the kingdom first. There's a scripture, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 2. 
For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to harvest what has been planted. Many of you may remember there was a song, Turn, 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 it was based on this scripture. Charles Fillmore said, order is the first law of the universe. Indeed, there could be no universe unless its various parts were kept in perfect harmony. The first sign of spring here in New England is the crocuses and the daffodils and the forsythias. And then sunsets are always followed by sunrises. Winter gives way to spring, spring gives way to summer, summer gives way to fall, and then fall gives way to winter again. The apple seed grows into an apple tree. Human birth occurs in the ninth month after conception. The hexagonal honeycomb and the migration of animals and monarch butterflies are all evidence of order in the natural world. Spirals and in shells and ferns represent creation, growth, and the circle of life. The spiral conveys the idea of perpetual movement, signifying continuous growth and vitality. It's all around us. The power of order, we can't get away from it when we decide to look. The order we sense in the natural world is a material representation of spiritual order. It's just built into our life. It is the architect of the universe. The order of the divine permeates all things. The presence of God is available in most chaotic and challenging times. The possibility of transformation is always here. So we claim divine order in the midst of circumstances that appear chaotic. I'm sure the little caterpillar doesn't think it's orderly that he's got to transform into this beautiful butterfly, but that's also part of the power of order in nature. As we align with the divine pattern of perfection at the center of our being, divine adjustment occurs in harmonious way at the circumference of our life. Our power of order is mainly concerned with our ability to clarify values, to set priorities for our lives, and to discern what is really important for each of us. I'm going to say that one again. Our power of order is mainly concerned with our ability to clarify our values, set priorities for our lives, and discern what is important for each of us. Put first things first. Seek the kingdom first. And the kingdom lives within each of us. Go within and ask. Order helps us to establish and maintain worthy personal and social priorities. Every day we say yes and no to many things. But on what basis or ordering are we saying yes and no? to make these decisions. What do we put first? Do we take care of our heart first, our soul, our loved ones? Or do we rush off and go to work and forget about all of that? Because in our mind, it's about bringing home the bacon, which is important also. But if we didn't have family, I don't know if bringing home the bacon would be so important. So there's underdeveloped power of order, which shows up in our lives as Disorganization, where we can't create balance. We're redoing things over and over again to finish a, a project. Our home is messy or our desk is messy, but we say, oh, we could still find everything. Overdeveloped order is fastidious and obsessive about everything, having a place and being in it. There is a compulsiveness about things being done in a certain way. That's overdeveloped power. 
Think about the messiest place in your home. How many times have you thought about cleaning it up, getting that area in order? This is using the power of imagination and the power of order together. As you actually begin the project and invest time and energy creating a special place for everything, you can literally feel the harmony coming back or the sense of organization and balance coming back into your life. As we order, we use the power of order when we're arranging ingredients for a recipe, when we're doing a project, when we're getting a degree, and we're getting ready for work in the morning. Now there are times that we doubt spiritual order, when circumstances appear random rather than orderly, like when a child dies before a parent, when a limb must be severed to save the body, when a lover leaves unexpectedly, or when we're laid off or fired from a job. We think the universe is unfair and God knows something that we don't know. God's will is often the explanation of inexplicable circumstances. As humans, when we cannot reason or understand what or why something is happening or has happened, it ceases to be divine order and leads us to think it's God's will, as if God is a superhuman making decisions, calling the shots. Rather, God is order. Divine order is apparent everywhere. When I think of family members that are mentally ill, I could go into this place of being fearful and feeling like I have to do something and feeling I'm so out of control. But when I seek the kingdom first and I go in and I say, Spirit, God, how am I to see this? I'm reminded that they have God too. They have a life purpose in whatever way they showed up on this planet. When things happen in life that we cannot understand, they are in divine order because they cannot not be in divine order. We activate and assert the rightful power of order. In Linda Martella Witza in Divine Audacity, she says, we claim our spiritual power of order by activating organization, adjustment, and evolution. Order is the framework, the structure, the pattern, and sequence at heart of all our lives. The first sign of spring, like I shared before, order underlies music and mathematics. We use our spiritual power of order in our trinity, mind, idea, manifestation. Mind or divine mind is the oneness referred to as God. It is the source of all possibilities. When we are one with the one mind, we have access to all that can be. When we are one with the one mind, we have access to all that can be. We catch hold of an idea in a one mind and we develop it by using all our spiritual abilities and powers. This idea grows as a seed grows in soil. We water it with enthusiasm and anticipation. The idea manifests as our experience. Order, mind, idea, manifestation. First things first. Then we have adjustment which is the second feature of order. Homeostasis in the body is our body adjusting to changes. Spiritually, adjustment is our power to modify thoughts, words, and actions to support our wholeness of being. We shift our awareness to adapt a new spiritual understanding. Spiritual practices such as meditation, journaling, releasing and saying affirmations provide a process for conditioning our consciousness. Balancing activity with stillness. We may be very busy, we may be, have busy schedules, but we also have the ability to say, okay, I need to stop. 
I need to be still. I need to check in and see if this busyness is really serving the purpose and the value that I want to have on this planet in this lifetime. We can all be busy, right? All the time, but we don't have to be. We have that choice. Motion and rest, one is just as important as the other. Our adjusting power of order is the ability to shift our attention from one polarity to another. Our adjusting ability is inherent and is born out of our power of wisdom. Our power of order, we know what we need moment by moment, whether it is activity or stillness, structure or flexibility, tradition or innovation, dependence or independence. Our ability to adjust is a rich spiritual resource from which we draw to bolster an affirmative outlook on life. Activating our power to adjust, we literally change our energy, shift our awareness, uplift our attitudes, and transform our lives. In the revealing word, Charles Fillmore says, the divine idea of order is the idea of adjustment. And as this is established in a person's thought, his or her mind and affairs will be at one with universal harmony. As you know, a few years back, I was called to be a minister. And I thought I was going to first become a licensed Unity teacher and then go into a field licensing program and become a minister that way. Well, the power of order had something else in plan, in, in an idea for me. Because as I got to the end of being a licensed Unity teacher, something happened in my personal life, and I thought it was insane. I thought the person who was wanted this activity to be done was really crazy and I had such judgment about it. And then I learned in class that what she wanted for when she died was actually a different spiritual faith tradition in how they bury their dead. And I was like, wow. Immediately I knew, okay, I need to learn more about other traditions. I had been introduced to One Spirit interfaith ministry years earlier, but I chose unity. Well, now I became really aware and, con and committed to learning about more, so I shifted, I adjusted, and I went to one spirit. And the benefit of that also was that I could become ordained within two years rather than the six-year process. Now, I may still become a unity minister, but right now I adjusted to be an interfaith minister through one spirit, and that was the power of order. I listened, I kept listening and kept going in. Actually, I didn't go in it. Sometimes it just slaps me in the face and I can't not see it, you know? But that's the way the power of order works. And it's interesting because as a massage therapist all of these years, I kept taking classes. And every time I took a class, I was like, oh, I wanna learn to do that as an expert at myofascial release. I want to be an expert at Traeger. I want to be an expert at all these different healing modalities. Thank God I didn't follow them all. I just used them all together. A li the little bit that I knew I was able to use, and I realized just sitting here, this wasn't part of my talk, but just sitting here when Maria was sharing the prayer, that that's a part of who I am. I like to do things eclectically. I like to take in lots of different aspects because there, I don't know that there's one right way. They all feed me. So I use them all, and I'm really excited about being an interfaith minister because I get to know a little bit and bring a little bit of everything in to my spiritual practice. So anyway, on with the power of order. The next part of it is evolution. 
the power of order demonstrated as development, progress, and growth, also referred to as spiritual unfolding and transformation. Evolution moves in the direction of expansion and is inherent. The idea of evolution or harmonious expansion is a divine idea flowing from the source or one mind. Our urge to evolve comes from our catching that divine idea and cooperating with it. From the one mind to our human mind, from our human mind to our being, this is the power of evolution. Charles Fulmer said, evolution is the result of the development of ideas of mind. What we are is the result of the evolution of our consciousness, and our consciousness is the result of the seeds, ideas sown in our mind. Therefore, spiritual evolution is the unfolding of the spirit of God to expression. It is the development achieved by individuals working under spiritual law, and that's in keeping a true Lent. So what is yours to do? In preparing this talk, I realized I must heal the disorder within me first. I must ask myself every day, how am I to serve? What is mine to do? The last time I did this talk, I also spoke about what uh, Father Richard Rohr, he's a Franciscan priest and peace activist. He compares our need for order to building a stable into which Christ can be born. I don't know if you remember the story from then, but it is not about what kind of stable you build or if your stable is better than someone else's stable. It's about having the space where the power and the fire and the light of Christ can come into being. We create order to make room for the powerful and even chaotic birth of God's creativity within us. What is it that's wanting to be born in and through you? First things first. Sean talks about God as being good orderly direction. Right in our word God is the word order. But if we focus too much on order, it can become a cage rather than a birthing room. It's about finding the balance. Desmond Tutu, he won a Nobel Peace Prize for his efforts to end apartheid in South Africa. He says, we are only the light bulbs and our job is to just stay screwed in. I really like that. Order is staying screwed in so that God's light has the connection it needs to shine through us. How do we stay screwed in? We go in. We seek the kingdom first. Order is giving our soul the necessary time and attention and stillness it needs so we can cooperate with God's orderly and creative design in our lives. Order is not about crawling into a protective hole so we can run away from the disorder within and around us. Order is simply stepping back far enough so we can regain perspective or step in close enough so that we can tend to the wounds. I want to tell you a little story about Nobel Prizes. Maybe you know this already, but this I just learned in doing the research for this talk. Nobel Prizes are prestigious awards for excellence in the arts and sciences. Alfred Nobel was a Swedish chemical genius. He became incredibly wealthy by inventing dynamite and blasting gelatin. Has anybody heard this story? Lee, Diane, okay. Um, he originally hoped that the high explosives would serve for peaceful purposes, but he licensed the formulas to governments and militaries quickly adapted them for weapons of mass destruction. One day, Noble's brother Ludwig died and a French journalist mistook Ludwig's death for Alfred's death. 
the obituary called Alfred Noble, the Merchant of Death. When Alfred read the obituary about his life in the newspaper, he received a psychic wound so deep he never recovered from it. He was pictured as a man who made a fortune by enabling our armies to achieve mass destruction and kill many people. Having been faced with this negative appraisal of what his life amounted to and what he would be remembered for, he took his fortune and willed it to establish the prizes we still bear his name, which still bear his name. This is adjustment. This is evolution. This was the power of order in his life, shifting to another priority and evolution and growth. He is remembered for his legacy of honoring great achievements in various fields which benefit humanity. Hardly anyone outside the chemistry class, and you guys now, <laughs> um, think of Noble as connected with explosives. The unique opportunity to see his obituary and reassess his life caused him to give the last part of his life an entirely different direction, which has left an enduring impact on humanity. This is the power of order, staying open to this kind of adjustment in life. So your homework for this week. I invite you to meditate on the power of order in your life. Where do you need to create more order? Where what do you need to do so you can tune into that innate sense of direction that God has given you? Do you need to build some kind of stable or structure? This structure will enable the Spirit of God to be born in you, and it has somewhere to go. Do you need to screw yourself in a little tighter so that electricity, your light, can just beam out through you? Where do you have to loosen up your sense of order so you are free to fly in that good, orderly direction of your life? Finally, where in the world around you is the disorder that needs to be healed to make the path safe for you and others? The power of order is our innate gift. It is the balance and harmony we need to find that good, orderly direction and follow it. So some affirmations. Understanding divine order, I can embrace paradox and navigate chaos while keeping my balance. My life is filled with divine order. The divine plan for me is to live fully, meaningfully, and productively. So I want to say thank you. I miss you all. I appreciate you all. And I love you all. I'm your sister companion in prayer possibility and power. Until we meet again, know that you are blessed and a blessing. <laughs>